and it's your girl, Knife Fizzle. Fizzle, if you're nasty, coming to you live from my bathroom. I was just <laughs> I was literally about to say, coming live from your bathroom. From the toilet. No, they're like, you guys don't even understand how real this is <laughs> right now. Real this is. The struggle for content. Can't lie. You guys gotta give me reparations. No, because. I'm gonna go find me in the bottom. The yeah. description is below. Yeah. I'm not joking. Because we are dead ass sat in my bathroom. A hundred percent. No, contribute towards the page. I actually saw like one of our friends post on the socials demanding reparations from white people. And I can't lie. <laughs> I can't lie. I can't I lie. Oh my gosh. When I saw her post, I was thinking, hmm. <laughs> Why? A lot of you guys, an apology is not good enough. I need money! <laughs> and I need it today! Run me my money! Can't lie, like the amount of education we've been imparting on this podcast? <laughs> Honey! Can't lie! This shit ain't free! <laughs> this shit ain't free! It's not. <laughs> Y'all doubt! No, oh my gosh, no, but I'm actually really excited to talk about the topic we are talking about today yeah because oh i'm so here for it 100 yeah. yeah yeah so obviously if we live in the uk you'll know that we have universities it's lit it's litty and in america they have colleges and one thing that they do have in america is they have hbcus so what these basically are is they're like Historically black college universities. Boom! Bam! That's what they are. So our question today is basically, can we have this in the UK? Period. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> Liar, what do, do you think? Do you know what? I've been thinking, like, because I've always knew this topic was coming. So I was just yeah. spending the whole day, like, really understanding what HBCUs are. Yeah. And, like, when I was reading into the history of it, it kind of, it made sense as to why they were necessary. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like in the UK, we would never. There would never been an environment that would have fostered HBCUs. So basically, in America, HBCUs kind of were funded. Came out of the Jim Crow era. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, black people weren't allowed to go into white schools. 100%. Um, so they kind of formed their own education. And they their were own they were forced to. They were basically. forced to. Yeah, it was by force. It's either you don't get an education or yeah, yeah. So they had like Spelman, which I think was the first one. Mm-hmm. Spelman was the first one. It's like an all girls. <laughs> All girls university. It's always the one in all the movies where they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to Spelman. <laughs> That's where they're going." Yeah, like it's the bad B school, the school for the bad yeah. Bs. I just find it interesting. Also, side note that the first HBCU was, you know, for black women. I mean, I'm not surprised. Surprised? Surprised? Were we ever going to be surprised? Because who's been pushing for reform? (laughs) You know, when we look at all the greats, there was always that lady there. No, it's always the women that are always fostering these movements. But anyway, that's another topic for another day, honey. So as I was saying, like they were kind of forced to make these institutions. institutions. So in the UK, we've never really had a scenario where we've been forced to make these institutions. But I really wish we had them. I can't lie. I wish we did. I can't lie. I. This isn't a. I. You know you don't know if you want to say something. I say can't it. Lie. I feel like. Don't get at me, guys. But a part of me feels like the black people here, low key, were coons because I can't lie. <laughs> I just feel like maybe this is the Gemini Kanye going to come out. But at the same time, I just feel like 
sometimes in the UK, I mm-hmm. see black people within institutions, mm-hmm. and this is from my own experience. And I just feel like we get so comfortable and we get so happy with like pleasing the white man, yeah, and we okay, get so that. like, okay, so let's be in this university. I might not feel comfortable in this university. Yeah. I might not, you know, like excel within the bar it. Quite low. Yeah, yeah. Like, even for example, like black students for example getting into cambridge as much as that is such an accomplishment like there are so many friends i have have, who have gone to these institutions and have felt the racism so much and have been so unhappy and it's like for me i just wish our ancestors rather than like just putting up with it actually created our own stuff like they did in america yeah like that's what i'm not to not to say that they did put up with it because you know, dealing with all of that was definitely a lot. It's trauma. Do you know what I mean? It is. But I just wish that we had a bit more fight in us. I just, mm. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes we get lazy with it. No, I hear you. And like, when I do. think, and like I said, like I really wish we had them because when I think back to school, like school was so traumatic, like being <sighs> black because the microaggressions were so fucking real. Like they were Bro. so real. <laughs> they were so real. Like. Bro. Every little thing, like small things, for example, like they cancelled Black History Month at my school and replaced it with multicultural, multicultural in, in evening, which is basically them saying Black Lives Matter, but no, all, all lives matter. actually matter. That's that was their way of doing that. And one, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And one thing, like that is just one example. But I was watching some girls Insta Live the other day, and she is mixed race, and she was saying she only remembers them ever celebrating Black History Month once throughout her whole time in secondary school. Wow. And she was, so, the the one day she remembers is like in the canteen, they were serving like rice and peas. And she was really, really happy about that. But then she was, when then after she was reflecting in it. And she was like, actually, this is some shit. This like, is bullshit. This is some shit. Because why is it that that is the only memory throughout school? And it's like black history within itself. And it was a mixed race girl and this white girl, well, no, and another mixed race girl on the, pod, on the live. And mm. what they were saying, which I really, really like felt, was that black history is not just a month. Like, it's not. It's, it's history. It's like, history. it's just history. And I feel like having things like HBCUs and having things like black teachers and, you know, black a- academics and just stuff like that for black people is so, so important, especially within the UK. Because, mm-hmm. like, as black people, we are brought into a society, not by choice, that is against us. Yeah. So, like, having things around, especially as we're growing up, especially through education will help us as a race yeah 100%, you know I mean? it, will, 100%. it can only help us 100 percent. and i feel like also with it, when it comes to black history month it's not just black people that need to be educated on our history it's everyone needs to understand everyone. the history because that is the only way you can actually eradicate racism when everyone is actually aware of the issue but this is the thing white people aren't going to educate people like not white people, our government, sorry, which mm-hmm. is mainly white, is not going to educate... Speaking of... John, we'll, we'll get there in a second. We'll get there in a second. <laughs> we'll get there in a second. Is not going to educate us on our history because they're embarrassed. They have been teaching us yeah. and they have been, like, trying to condition for so long that, like, black people aren't, like, we're thugs. Yeah. You know, we're this, we're that, whatever it is. They're trying to feed us a certain narrative. narrative. Exactly. They're not going to tell you about the inventors. They're not going to tell you about all the good things that have happened. Because like, it means they'll have to... Open show their own ass. Exactly. Basically, they're going to have to exactly. show their own ass because even, they were doing some bullshit. Listen, even when they talk about the the world war in school, like, they don't teach you about Windrush. They don't teach you probably about the people who 
came to came. rebuild this country. Please, when they called them and they begged them, I said, uh, please, please, nurses. As in, when they said nurses, we need you. When they went to India, when they went to the Caribbean, 100%. when they went to Africa, when, when they did all this, like 100%. even the good part, not not the good parts, but even the migration element, you're not gonna hear about 100%. because they're embarrassed. Of course. Did you even? Sorry. This is, we're going against two things. This was not what we were talking about. Go yesterday, there was a Windrush documentary. Did oh, right. No, it? I saw the advertisement for I didn't know it came out yesterday. I thought it was coming out today. It was yesterday. Mom. Me and my mum were watching it. Yesterday. They didn't advertise it. It was, it was a, BBC, a BBC documentary. It was a BBC one at 8pm, right? Yeah. Prime time. Prime time. But they weren't talking. Why is no one talking about it? Of course they weren't gonna do- of course they weren't gonna show it. No, they don't want anyone to know what they actually Listen, got up to. The documentary was so bad, no. I, I know I saw the adverts. Like, this is terrible. They were even showing some places in my area. One guy he was like, This is my barbers, it's been here for years and I was like, Cancel Oh my god. No, like it's so sad. Like that happened in it. Basically they were just talking about how the government is just getting away with basically sending home legal people who are from the caribbean who should be here who are here legally mm-hmm. but sending them back basically but why are they able to do that because they can like they can they like especially because people aren't as educated on these things mm-hmm. so it's like if the government says something you're just going to take it as face value you this is mean? what i mean Theresa may is a fucking blood club i've been saying it. this they've been doing Theresa it. may amber Rudd, you're all blood club yeah. this is white privilege i because do you think that do you think anything will happen to them? But it's because this is racism. No, 100%. Oh. But because a lot, because then you know, some people were then going to MPs, some people were like, wait, this can't be happening. And then they got together, and then lawyers were finding out actually, this isn't just an isolated incident, they're mm-hmm. actually doing this. Yeah, for like a lot of Caribbean people, well, mm-hmm. who obviously came then. So, yeah, man, it's crazy, like, I it's absolutely crazy. This. So, like, what's like now that this documentary's out, and like, it was, it wasn't. Like it wasn't. No one knows about it. Basically, it wasn't that no one knows about it. People know about it, but they're not doing anything about about it. it. So this documentary was more to like raise awareness of what's going on, not necessarily saying like, oh, this should be happening next. It wasn't saying what was happening next. It was just shining a light on what's going on. What happened? Yeah. So like, is it like a so moving forward? I don't know. You don't know what's happening with Windrush now. I don't really know. Like people were caught. Like you saw like them in um, Parliament talking about it. David Lammy. Like they're calling on government, but. Obviously, government have other problems. Coronavirus, Brexit, like... Brexit is a fucking problem! They don't have to... This is the thing, Brexit like, is a fucking problem! Like, oh, this country... Like, this country, The racism in this country will actually drive you insane. And it'll actually you, make you actually... Do you know what, yeah? I even saw a tweet, yeah? We should have fucking rioted after Grenfell. Really and truly, why did we not riot after Grenfell? Because it needs to run. But do you know what, though? Do you know what it is? We... You can't fight fire with fire. And as much oh. as I feel like, yes, we did need to riot. We need to protest. burn this country down. We need to eat the rich. We need to burn this I country am ready. down. I am ready to eat the rich. You should burn it down. I said what I said. I said what I mean. I said what I said. Listen, I'm ready. I can't lie to you. We, we low-key do. We low-key we do. High-key, low not low-key. We should have rioted. peace, love, and all, man. I can't be doing all I'm of sorry, this. I'm sorry, but the like, <laughs> thing is, like, the racism is so violent. That's the thing. You, people are saying we need to attach it with peace. But, can't it, but the racism is so violent. It's so violent. And let's be honest, yeah? If it wasn't for the riots in America, they wouldn't have been taking the George Floyd thing seriously. If they did not start to burn things down to the ground, they wouldn't have taken this But this seriously. is the thing. Not lie. With situations like this, we can't riot because that's when they then turn it back on us and then we're feeding into that narrative so we can't do that 
Uh, That's the thing. You have to be so tactical in the way that you move with this situation. Burn this narrative, fam. Burn this country. Fam, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what we've always said. Like, when it comes to Black Lives Really Matter, and it's not for us. Like, fam, if you wanna, the white people need to burn this shit down. It's not yeah, for us. Next thing you know, I'm burning it down. I'm in jail. I'm another statistic. No. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> like, kudos to those people that pull put that um, statue in the water oh, in Bristol. Bristol. Oh, but me, I could not do it. <laughs> me, I know I could not. I was very happy that I only saw white faces. I was very happy that I only do saw you know white faces. Do you know what I was applauding? I was, do you know what? Because you're using your white, white privilege. privilege. You know, you if that was your black sister right there, the cuffs that would have been on her head. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, do you think they would have allowed that? Recorded. Do you even, I think on my friend's tap that we were rolling it down the high yeah, road. So I said, yeah, it. there's no way that could have been me. I would have been in jail. Yeah. <laughs> what? That is how you use your white privilege. 100%. Like, like we said in the last episode, like being an ally is taking on this issue as if it is your own. Literally. Fighting the fight as if it is your own fight. Did you see those Oimbos the next day trying to come and get out? <laughs> I was here. I said, this is the mind of a racist. They have such little intellect that they believe that you can they use a stick. <laughs> a stick. To get a how many pound statue out of the water? No, no, that's not of the lake. It makes sense to her. It, made, it made so much sense. They just showed they, their asses. Because they went to do it, so it made sense. And then who was it? Pretty Patel that was saying. Pretty Patel, right, cool. Pick it up. Remember when we said, yeah? Pick it up. Pick it up. If it bothers you, if it bothers you, pick it up. You're dying for it. You're asking for it. Pick it up. Guys, if you do not get to what it's saying, please, you're oh not on Twitter. Oh my twirl. god, you're not. You're not on Twitter. No, literally, I saw the memes. So I was like, pick it up if it bothers you. Then. <laughs> get off my back. Pooja! Pooja! Get off my, my back. back. <laughs> get off. <laughs> Pretty Patel is a perfect example of why we do not call POC. Black people are not POC. And POC are not one of me. Okay, and, and period. POC, BME, nope. Black. Black. Wasn't this the same? Different. Weren't they asking um, um, Matt Hancock? Yeah. Matt Hancock. So how, how many black... Oh. <laughs> Matt Hancock. Naya. Matt Hancock. Naya? Yeah. Matt Hancock. Guys. The UK government is nuts. <laughs> That's what we're gonna say. Just good to show the level of oh, oh I even have something oh bro. Anyway, it just goes to show the level of stupidity yeah. the UK government actually has. Yeah. How can a white woman is asking you, okay, how many black people do you have in cabinet? My guy is going around the question. Oh, but um, you know, we have, you know, pretty and you know, no no no. And she actually she corrected him. I said, This is why this is my good sis. Uh-huh, she corrected him, she said, No, 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 because it's obviously the difference between Asian and black. So how many black? None! <laughs> my just say none. Just say none. We, we can Google it and you, we will see none. We just want you to we just want to hear you say it. Literally. It was it was the biggest slap in the face, the biggest slap in the face. And also this is why I say like they should not they should stop bringing black people on these TV shows to argue our cases. But at the same time, we now need to do that because one dickhead I don't know her name like Dominique or something that do that black conservative from Manchester that's on Twitter. No. I'm not even trying to give her any attention. But okay, Someone. she was on Sky News. Yeah, and like um this Sky News friend was asking her like oh uh, like how do you feel about not being represented in you know in government like in cabinet? My girl opened her dirty mouth to say oh. Do I need to have someone that looks like me to represent my views? Do they need to look like me to represent, you know, represent me? 
I was like, yes. this, is, this is the level of stupidity that they put on indie spaces. Why? Why? Speak for yourself. And in her comments, why is all these little, all these racist white people, you knew, you knew they're racist, but they had the Union Jack in their name. 100%. You know they're racist, but they had the Union Jack in their name. Period. <laughs> Period. Going, this is it. This is the perfect, you're, you're, what, what was it the most racist thing ever? It's, you're in a testament to your race. Or oh, you're a testament God. to your kind. Just, ah. Oh. The racism. I was like, you're looking at you And she's there dancing. loving it. She's there loving Look it. Look at you tap dancing. Loving it. Don't be that oh, person, oh, guys. Please. Please don't be that person. You're Tom. Like, please don't. Her and that guy from White Chicks, so the Jigaboo from White Chicks, are all in the same... Why Why is? Why do people say this about Terry Crews? Because he's so... Compl- he's so... Compl- I he's need to look into him. He's a jigaboo. He's a jigaboo and it's stressing really? me out. It makes me so sad. I'm so upset about this because I really like him and everybody hates Chris. So please. No, he is a jigaboo. Like he's actually... I, need to, I need to go into him after. <laughs> no, I, I don't like, know. He was very much like, oh, um, we need white people or something like this. Or like, which is what? true. We do need white people for this fight. But like his argument is very much... Mm. You know when someone's very... He had a controversial tweet. Yeah, his opinions are very controversial. Read it out if you can find it. Please note that everything I've said comes from a spirit of love and reconciliation. For the black community first, then the world as a whole, in hopes to see a future for the... I don't know. He said, first of all, my heart is broken. George Floyd looks like me. George Floyd could be me. I could easily be that man on the ground. That could easily be me. No, that wasn't what he said. He actually made another comment that was just a bit of a jigaboo type dancing comment, but I can't remember what it was. He said something about black supremacy? Yes, black supremacy. Oh, I can't remember. I wish I got the. Oh wait, hold on. Here it is. I believe it is important. We we wait. Hold on. I believe it is important. We not so people can't type. People can't type. Shit. This is how we type the yes, tweet. Yes. Jesus. Well, we obviously aren't listening to this. Yes. Spelling errors, but whatever. It doesn't even make sense. We don't suffer from groupthink, and we keep our own minds of our own, and be allowed to ask difficult. This doesn't make sense. No, it none make- of his tweets are making sense. Defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we're all in this together. What is black supremacy? What's black supremacy? Do you know when you're, the level of insight is so small? But this is the thing. This is why we can't be asking things from people who aren't educated. Not all black people get it, clearly. Not all black people get it. What's black supremacy? Do you know when something is virtually impossible? It's virtually what? impossible. What? Like, to be a, a to, black supremacy would mean that black people were at one point top of the food chain or at one point had a space of privilege where they could enact, you know, racism or discrimination to other groups. Black people will never be in that space. Like, it will, it will either, it's either equality or nothing. Like, black people can never be in a space where they can give out supremacist supremacy views. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's the whole thing is just... So, it's so stupid. Well, apparently, though, we don't need to get into this. <laughs> it was talking about the nation of Islam and black supremacy. Anyway, that's the topic at hand, HBCUs. No, I think, yeah, just from my university experience alone, it, I can kind of see how a HBCU in the UK would make so much sense. It would. Because at my university, the one that I went to, it was very much like the black people with the black people and mm. the white people with the white people anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel I feel like that's how it is for a lot of unis. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like, no, I feel like it is like <laughs> ACS and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. you have societies that are for, you know, and then you've got stuff where you integrate, but most of the times the parties you go to, it's gonna be blacky black. Yeah. And then there's the ones where the whitey white. Obviously you can choose to 
mingle and go to the white parties or mm. you can choose to go to the black parties you know mm. what I mean so I feel like having a HBCU would be great because it would like fit the gap especially what we have now where there's a lack of help for black students to get like careers after yeah. and just having like good mentorships like I think that is so important especially for black people mm-hmm. for, like we don't necessarily have those the support connections. mechanisms that we need exactly like we don't have those not every black person is going to have a connection and we're already disadvantaged like unless you know someone already in that space more time it's a bit techie for you still can't lie a lot of white people as well get their jobs because they know people most of them when my mum was working in a law firm a very popular law firm she was telling me most of the people got the jobs not because they applied because they knew people yeah or their name or their last name family family friend they all keep it within family yeah very very tight literally but I feel like it'd be really good I really but I just think that we would white people would be really mad oh no we Stormzy did his fund for um Oxford or Cambridge and one of them they said they didn't even want it and the people were mad who when Stormzy was doing his um, scholarship university they were saying that in the beginning that was anti-black anti um it's it's like racist to have a a scholarship for black kids did you not know hear about this you've heard about this I'm actually shocked you didn't hear I don't know if they thought, they thought it was racist. I thought everyone was celebrating it. I thought everyone was very happy. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, no, sweetie. No. The racism in this country runs so deep, guys. Like, I've literally so gone to Google and wrote Stormzy scholarship, and the next thing is criticism. Like, in terms of, like, popular. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad. That is really, really sad. Like, this is what I mean when people say, oh, the racism in this country is very, very um, covert. It's, it's not. It's not. It's very in your face. <laughs> it's there. It's literally right here. Like, yeah, they uh, labelled his scholarship racist. How can a black person supporting other black people be racist? This is what I don't understand. Like, this is what I just don't understand. Like, this is why this country would drive someone mad. Like, this kind of, like, I would rather be in America where the racism is just in your face. Do you know what Call I mean? me a nigga. Do you know what I mean? Just call me a nigga. Do you know what I mean? These people are shaking your heads and smiling. And when they like, go home, they're doing the most. Or they'll be self-sabotaging you whilst in your field. And you're just like, ah, it's, it's worse. Just, it's worse. Just, it's actually worse. Oh my gosh. It's worse. They think it's subtle. It's not subtle. It's not subtle. The thing is like, it's so ingrained into the psyche of so many people that they don't yeah. even see how it can be racist yeah and a lot of the time like i always say like a lot of our parents so i don't really like to discuss like racism with my mom in particular because of when they came here they were on survival mode do you know what i mean so like their understanding of racism is like it's not as bad as it was in the 80s where you know we had like the race riots in brixton Mm. they're thinking of it like that but you have to also understand like the people that were in the 80s imparting all this like in in these like racist scuffles yeah they're still alive today you know they're still around today like that was only how many like 30 years ago it's not long it's not long like their mindsets are still there they're just not as open they're just like, not gonna run around calling people niggas literally literally like just because like someone doesn't have to call you a nigga to be racist 100 that, i think that's the issue here in the uk yes i feel like people think that you have to say that word it's not just about you have to that. be openly yeah. discrimination discriminatory yeah 100 yeah, percent. like there, it, you can be racist in such subtle ways like even when you speak to um, like black kids about their high school experiences especially when they went to schools black people went to schools in white environments 
they will tell you about the amount of racism that they face in these schools. Even if you listen to our podcast. Listen, our about first our episode. Was about, listen, our first episode was about microaggressions. Like, Literally. This is, it's, it, it's there. It it's, is. It's there. It is. So I think we need to get out of that headspace of, you know, if it's not big and blatant in your face and it that's doesn't exist, happening. you know yeah, what I mean? That's does. why I say, it's, that's why I think that HBCUs would have been so useful in like this country. I feel like they can still happen like, now though. I feel like they can still happen now and I think now would even be a good time for them to happen. Like, mm-hmm. as black people are now recognising the privilege that we have and the power, the collective power yeah. that we have, I feel like it's time for more of us to get into you know, academics for us to actually help the next generation or our generation because I feel like for me, within myself, I just, I can't say this because I don't know, but I just feel like I would have benefited a lot from a HBCU. I feel like I would have definitely benefited from having like a community of black, like a community of people that are like like-minded individuals. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and mentorship. At least I know like these are phenomenal black women before me mm. who are in my field killing it. Like I have people that I can look up to. I feel like a lot of black people now, especially women, like we have to make stuff that happen for ourselves. Like in our last episode, we we're talking about like business and stuff and those were people that we know or friends of friends and whatever we've all had to do that stuff like we've been forced to make, to make businesses for, for ourselves, ourselves. Do you know yeah. what I mean? but it would be good and these aren't things that we do like educational wise these are things we just do on the side do you know what I mean but we are all like very intelligent mm-hmm. so I feel like we all went to like just our friends and the people that we know I feel like we would have benefited from that 100%. like fam like 100%. imagine imagine going to uni and like seeing a black woman in PR that works for L'Oreal and she's coming oh, to your uni yes. to talk to you about like, you know webinars that we look, see now that yeah. we just do for ourselves. 100%. Imagine that just being in uni. Because just every, as, as the casual thing. Standard. standard. Just as the standard. Like, and like even when you speak to like lectures about what you want to do, they'll put you in touch with something that they know in their field. Exa- straight away. Literally. Straight away. Alums. That. Like, Having that. No, 100%. Do you, know that. How many, do you know how many black students went to university and didn't have relationships with their lecturers? Or I find that really crazy. They might have just been best friends. But that's the thing. Me and you are minorities. Not a lot of people were like that. A lot of people had really big class sizes. So maybe because they have a large class size, they're overwhelmed. They don't want to say anything. Like they don't. I, most people don't have good relationships though. with their lecturers. Me and mine, my lecturers, we could have gone out. We could chill. What we'll eat? Go for drinks. Yes. Me First name basis. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Faith. <laughs> how are you? You good? You good, sweetie? Literally, like that's how it was meant to yeah. be. And I think. If you have a lecturer or a teacher or whatever who looks like you, it makes it so much easier. Like, 100%. how many people had black teachers? Like, in school... I don't remember seeing a single Bally. black lecturer at my uni. I had black lecturers at my uni. I don't remember. I remember when it was around Black History Month. And then, do you know how you... you know, uh, what's that uni? City, Birmingham. Oh, BCU. yeah. They actually have a course, like, African Studies yeah. at that uni. And I remember, like, the lecturers from that course actually came came to our school to teach us about, like, like just black history and all that okay. kind of thing. And I was just like, there's a whole department at their uni yeah. that is just filled with black lecturers. Do you know what I mean? But it's just sad. Not like it's sad, but 
why why is it that they have to do black studies for them to be black lecturers yeah do you know what i mean like i did african studies in for one of my modules why am i getting taught by a white man yeah why is a white guy teaching me african studies yeah like do you know what i mean and thinking yeah. and even the things that we would talk about he wouldn't even understand what we're talking about it was yeah. very much african studies from the white man's gaze yeah not african studies from the african gaze yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. like it was just very it was very problematic because even yeah. you mentioned things like king leopold of belgium and problematic all, like he wouldn't know what he's talking about do you know what i mean and like when i'll be when i remember i wrote an essay on like near on china and china's like neocolonialism of africa oh i remember yeah. we spoke about this exactly one. i wrote an essay on that and he was so confused Huh? He was like, oh, I don't, I don't believe that this is, you know, this is correct. I think the way you just... I was like, but... This is happening. But this is happening. Like, <laughs> like, this is happening. Like, I'm speaking to Nigerians in Nigeria. And this is happening, so... We see, we see it. We know it. The airports are built by China. Do you know, like, how... We, do you know what it is to have an airport built by China? Like, an airport. Most of the infrastructure in Nigeria is built China. Chinese investment. You see it's that. It's crazy. It's the whole thing. The whole thing is just a bit... The whole thing is just so bizarre. So... That's yeah, I feel so like imagine that. Like, imagine if that wasn't your experience. Like, it would have changed so much. And I think this is a, such an important thing. Fair enough, maybe having HBCUs in the UK might be a bit far fetched for now. But actually, having more black people in these professions, do you know what I mean? Like, there needs to be an encouragement for people to like do these things like yeah. i don't know i don't want my child to go having the same experience as me and you. i can't lie luckily though because of the course that i studied and the way that my department was all my teachers were very woke yeah my same. teachers were very woke same. so like my um social issues and debates teacher he was black nigerian gay american married to a white russian german guy who worked in the same department they all worked in like hanoi singapore they would teach in my uni for two days like they were woke geography department was like some white people but they were like we care about the environment yeah you know like very green fingers like yeah we don't like any of this sh like i remember one guy in my class he must have said some shit. Yes. I can't remember what he said, but he said some white people shit. Yeah, white and people I be saying some white people shit. But that's the thing. White people be saying these things because they think they can get away with it. This is no thing. one's going to say something oh, I if they think they can't. Exactly. I always check exactly. them. The white people at my uni, exactly. they hate me and I don't care. Exactly. I will, if you're yeah. listening, I will still check you till this day. Literally. Till this day. Literally. At me, baby. At me. I remember we were doing, an, um, we're doing a seminar on intersectionality and... We're talking about how it actually came about. How yeah. the woman went to work at a mill and it was either... Because she was a black and she was a female, mm-hmm. she couldn't get a job there. Because okay. all the black people, they were male and they worked as janitors and cleaners. Okay. And all the females, they worked as like seamstresses. It was like a button mill or something okay. like that. So she couldn't get a job there because she didn't fit either, either category. One. So that is what sparked Kimberly Crenshaw's 1980-something, 80, I think, intersectionality kind of um, piece. Yeah. This stupid Caucasian male at the front raised his dirty hand to open his dirty stinking <laughs> mouth to go and say, oh, but, like, are you sure it's because she was black? Like, What may, else is it, it? It may have been because she was unqualified. I was like, are you a fucking dickhead? How qualified do you need to be to fucking sew on buttons on a fucking cardigan? Are you dumb? <laughs> like, like, do you know what it is? It was just, like, the whiteness. It just runs so deep. Do you know what? Why do you think you can open your mouth to chat sheets? 
Bruv. It's, it's a privilege. Oh. It's, 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 it comes from a privilege. like, And that's exactly how it was for me, like, within my past one time. I can't remember what this... I get no, nightmares, this bro. We were in I get nightmares. And we were talking about... So we were in, actually, our urban planning class, yeah? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how... In Air- we're looking at Brixton. Obviously, I'm the only one from London yeah. in this class. So... We're talking about London. Obviously, I'm a bit excited. Like, yeah. yeah That's my yeah, end. Yeah. You know, I know these M's. Yeah. These people live in the trees. <laughs> they, they don't know when. Well, you know, Cotswell. No, literally, they don't have train station. The underground scares them. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know this. These these streets, like I do. So, obviously, we're t- talking about, like, urban planning, gentrification, and all of that, which is basically, like, changing an area. So, obviously, one of the negatives of this is that you t- if you increase the p- houses, house prices, mm-hmm. the people who have originally lived here cannot afford the area anymore. Yeah. And this affects a lot of black people within the community. So obviously, I'm raising my hand like, okay, so are we going to like look at the negative implications of this? Because, you know, this has societal impacts. Yeah. This idiot picks, raises his hand to say something along the lines of like, oh, well, it's not necessarily about the fact that, you know, they're black or whatever. Maybe they should just get better jobs and da-da-da-da. And I'm here like, excuse me, these people have bought these houses and this is their home, okay? You, as a corporation, as a council, have realised that actually this area is quite nice. We're going to make it so expensive. Because they made it nice. Exactly. We're going to make it so expensive that these people can't live here anymore and we can get other people in who can pay us times 20. That has nothing to do with them getting a better job. The government needs to do better. Yes. (laughs) Like, they they have a job. They have jobs. Do you know what I mean? They have jobs. They've bought this home. They can afford this. This is what it was. Don't then like. It makes no sense. It makes like white privilege. Like white people. That is a privilege. The, the comments like that is what we're talking about. Opening your mouth to chat shit. Do you not think maybe if they speak? got a better job? Do you not what? think? And first of all, do you not think that people have tried to get better jobs? Yeah, first right. of all, it's like when they're like, oh, with um, but black on black crime. But if you weren't killing each other, but oh, if you didn't educate yourself, that argument oh, stresses me out. Oh, if something happened, but why was he outside? But why is there always a but with you guys? No. There's always a but. <laughs> Like always, Stormzy wanted to do a scholarship, but white people shut, shut up! up. Shut Not up. everything is for you. Maybe, maybe if you guys just worked a little bit harder and like studied a bit harder, maybe you guys can get into Oxford. You know the one. It works both ways, honey. It works both ways, sweetie. Literally, okay. there aren't enough black lecturers because you guys aren't smart enough. Are you kidding me? Oh, you do you guys really mouth. think it's because of that? Do you guys really think? Yeah, no, come on. In 2020, you really think the reason why we don't have HBCUs and black lecturers and black academics is because that we're not educated? Have you- Are you kidding me? First of all, Google Akala and then come at me. Do you <laughs> know how smart black people are? It's because we aren't allowed to have the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. Literally. We're like, not given the same opportunities. Exactly. Like, do you, like, do you know what it is? A white person will never have to think, oh, should I change my name on my CV? So yeah. I don't have to appear that black. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my name, I've had to shorten it to like my Caucasian name. Like everyone knows you by Naya. But like my full name is Nyada Chinaka. But people, they can't pronounce that. Like if I put that on a CV, I'm not scared to, they're not even going to read my CV. Listen. They don't care about qualifications. They're not even going to read it. Nyada Chinaka, they're scared. They're scared. They're already scared. They're like scared. there's a reason why like black people need to sort of do things to appear closer to whiteness. And I'm 
you know how much? Do you know how much it bothers me? I, I'm sick of it. That's why I'm. I'm, I'm done with sick it. Of it. I'm done with <laughs> it. Like, and that's the thing. I think black people now we can't do that anymore. We can't be adapting and making ourselves appeal to white people because at the end of the day, like they'll never accept. They're us. never gonna accept us, and we don't need their acceptance. We don't need it. We we uh, do and we don't. I don't feel like we need their acceptance. We do and we don't. Why do you feel like we need it? I don't feel like we need I feel like not acceptance, but the only way to actually break down racism is through white people. Do you know what I mean? Because black people were victims of racism. We mm-hmm. can't perpetrate it. Yeah. White people are perpetrating it. So the only way we can actually get rid of it is if if they are educated on what racism actually is. But then that and is... how they actually add to the issue. Because I kid you not. But then how is I that kid us? you not. Like, for example, remember when we were talking about the kids at our unis that made those stupid Caucasian comments? Mm. If you tell them that that is racist, they'll come with it with the energy of that's not racist. I have black I friends, which is what they will say. Yeah, but it and takes I did. Us, exactly. But then it takes us educating them, them to realize, oh wait, that's actually this is why this is problematic. Do you know what I mean? So like, like I it's, said, I if we allow them to have that mindset, racism will just continue and just multiply. Do you know what I mean? But that's the thing. I don't. I don't. For me, from my experience, I don't think as a black person it takes under. I don't think a white person understands um, our life and our experiences through us understanding it. I feel like they only understand it when another white person says it to them. Oh, 100%. It's not for us. 100%. 100%. That's why I don't feel like we need need their acceptance. 100%. 100%. 100%. I don't feel like there's... Because if if it was that, when we say what we're saying, they would get it and they don't. And it's like, no matter what we say, there's always a but. But when another white person comes in and it's... Because that's what happened in my class. It yeah. wasn't me that got that person to understand. It was my lecturer. My lecturer, good sis Faith, was mm-hmm. like, actually, what you're saying there? It's a little bit racist. No, it is. <laughs> she didn't even... She was like, you all, we need to, you know, educate ourselves. Yeah, unlearn. Like, Decolonise your mind. Like, you can't be saying things like that. Like, that's mad problematic. And it's like, that's why I always say, I can't change or make you guys understand. Like, it is a very long and hard conversation, but if mm. you even like academics just facilitating stuff, like, well, if we even got the percentages now, how many? I don't even want to do BME, but even how many BME stuff are there in universities? Even women, because when I was doing my dissertation, I found that a lot of my stuff was written by like either the same women, mm. no hundred percent, or men, and I was just thinking like. Mm. Can't lie, that wasn't the case for me. And my, do you know what? my guess there was on black feminism, so my, everything was written by black women. But even the stuff that I found, women. even the stuff that I found on black, so my dissertation was on it linked with that, mm-hmm. but it was on the representation of black women within obviously the UN. Mm-hmm. So I had to look at like different workspaces and organizations. Mm-hmm. And when I've looked at like journals and stuff, a lot of the articles were either old. They weren't from now. Yeah, no, there wasn't no much recent yeah. research. So recent studies. What's been happening? the most recent study that I saw was like from two thousand and four. In terms of books, a hundred percent we're we're doing our thing. Oh, we're doing our thing. But in terms of like academic, academic research, research, I don't know what's going on. We need more research into like I think we need to find out about what's going on, we need more guys. How black can, people? Fam, fam, fam. Racism is happening, and there's no research. Yeah. What do you mean by there's no research? Like, okay, for example, even when we were talking in the last episode about, like, um, what do you call it? Boards of directors, how many black people there are. Mm -hmm. There's no research on that. There's limited research on that. It's true. Limited research on, for example, even parliaments, senior powers. Even when I was doing my Mm disserv on black representation, on UN peacekeeping, 
My core thing was there's no research. Requested information from the UN, no, no research. research. Like they don't care enough about black people to look in to research, okay, what's going on with us in society? How are we progressing? What is it that we, do you know what I mean? The same way they do that with white people. Like they've been doing that. That's why we have a whole system that benefits them. Like we need to find out what works for us, what doesn't work for us, what it is that we exactly need to help us excel. Like for example, we're here talking about HBCUs and stuff, but like, if we whacked it back, for example, even having teachers, how do we get that? Mm. Like, why is it that a lot of black women or black people are in NHS and not... Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. There's th- these are things why that we are they need to in discuss. jobs that are a bit more like servitude kind of jobs. Exactly. Adding up to that, I, the idea of like black people play like the mammy role. Yeah. As well. Sorry. If you did... But we actually put this in one of our highlights on Instagram. The, um, one of the books, so Patricia Hill Collins' book on black feminist thought, it actually discusses how black women are always portrayed as like the mammy figure yeah so like sort of the maternal figure looking yeah. after things that's why people always have like black women are so strong yeah. all this kind of thing because they've always been pushed with this narrative of being like From the oh taking care God. of everyone that's Naya. because of back in the you state, know i have to say it as well i'm so sorry guys this is completely off topic but guys can we stop 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 and i know that you spoke about it on our twitter like the adultification of children stop it like I'm really sick and tired of seeing little kids protesting I don't they shouldn't it. be out here on these streets no. I'm sorry let children be children no. this isn't she shouldn't be a strong child like, what the hell like what let her be a child let her be a child her and her mama should be at home playing with their dolls like her and her mama like, I'm like, seeing them there like oh we don't want to be doing like there was one um I can't remember what it was. Like, Leave black men to protest. She was a black, like, a black child and she was on the stand and she was like, I came here this, today to say, like, and she was, and my heart was breaking. And she was crying. She was crying, watching the video. She couldn't even speak. She was like, I don't want to live in a world like this no more. She shouldn't have to be she up there doing be there. this. This is, this is grown folk business. Literally. This is grown folk literally, business. You guys just keep, ooh, you guys just keep getting it wrong <laughs> and it's like, this is why I feel like this movement is just irritating me. And <laughs> irritating me. me. Irritating me. Oh, my little girls. <laughs> Literally, because it's like we're taking two steps forward and then I feel like we're taking 10 steps back. Yeah. Like, how, we can't be talking about Black Lives Matter and all of these things being so important. And then we've got our, our kids, our children up here fighting the battle for us. It's not necessary. They shouldn't be fighting any battle. Let Thank them be you. kids. Like... And you guys are feeding, you guys are loving it. This is so powerful. Yeah, and motivational. This and you're sharing this. You guys are sharing it. Would you ever it. see a little white girl doing that? No. Would you ever see a little white girl talking for the NRA and the right to bear arms or this no. shit? Never. No. Never. Why is it always little black kids? And like, there's actually a study that shows yeah. that black children or viewed uh, uh, adultified yeah. more than their white counterparts. It's actually a study that we've, adults see. We've, we've even spoken about this. Yeah, like, like we posted, I've actually posted this study yeah. on our Twitter page. So you can so go you and take a look at that. Pod, check that out. So, yeah, like, we need to just, let, let, let little kids be kids. Like, it's, it's really not right. Sad. It's not right, it ain't it. Like, I'm really not here for it. I feel like, especially with, you know, it's been, what, a week or two? Mm. Or maybe a week? Mm. Yeah. Um, Since everything's, like, started to glare up. You know? And I don't know, like, how... I don't know how things are going to be moving for the next couple of You know what? Like, I feel like... Obviously, Jackie and did the pull up or shut up thing. I think we spoke about this in our last episode. Yeah. Um, What needs to happen is, with all this information that's come out, 
that when Hercules said we need to start doing research, yeah. someone needs to put one of this together and make it into a study. Yeah. Like, so we need a before a study. and after. Like, Andrew. how this has shifted. To, like, this will be a sick dissertation topic. Can't oh, lie. Oh, this is the This will be a sick dissertation topic. I've got you. Like, Can't lie, this might be mine. Can't lie. Like, it will actually be a really sick topic. Also, it's pull up or shut up. Did you see Kylie Jenner's from Kylie Cosmetics? No. They had... Was it bad? Right. So, just look at it. I saw, um... Look at it and then tell me what you think. Because... Oh, no. I have... I don't know, like... I don't know, like, it's a... For me, it's like the bar is in hell. Like... Oh, my. It gave me the bar is in hell vibes. Where did she put it? I think it should be on the Kylie Cosmetics page. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So, they have 13% black. What's... 47% by... By pick, so black indigenous people of color. Okay. Um, fifty three percent white, one hundred percent women identifying. Okay. So I don't believe black indigenous people of color is a thing like that. Don't represent one. Like actually, give us respect to us enough to give us our actual. What's what's black and then black indigenous people of color? So I think that's like. Hispanic. Oh, so like she's got it here. So Hispanic, Native American, Asian, middle. Okay, that's what that would. Okay. And obviously, like, she's quite proud of the representation of black people. And for me, I don't know, 13% black isn't... She said that. She goes, we are proud of the diversity within our company with a team of black, white... I don't know. Is 13% black... Is that... I don't know. Is that just... Am I being picky? Do you know what? Or is the bar in hell? Like, I just need to... I just need to know. Do you know what? One thing... So, it depends. So... It depends on what the percentage means in terms mm. of numbers. Okay. So when I milk makeup, I'm on theirs now. And their like 14% was like Hispanic or Latin and that's six people. 9% Asian American, that's four people. So it's like, I don't know what that How percentage means. How many people means. are actually in Yeah, that I don't company. know. 13% could be what? That's what I'm trying to understand. Like, But just as a thing to me... In terms of the pull up or shut up, what percent, what percentage of black people would you like but to see within that, the place? That was my question to myself. I would like the representation of black people. To be honest, Kylie Cosmetics, I would expect it to be higher. Personally, because you benefit so much from black culture. You take... That family in itself just yeah. takes so much from black culture. 100%. You date black men. Your daughter is half black. Ooh. Like... Do you know what I mean? I would just expect a lot more. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So, I don't know. Like, it's like you benefit when it, when it suits you. But when it actually comes to putting black people in good positions of power, mm. positions where they can excel, positions where they can excel them and their homegirls, yeah. you're not doing that. Yeah. That's why for me, it's a bit like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't sit well do in know, my soul. Do you know what it is? I don't think that any company needs to have a certain percentage. Mm. But I feel like in terms of if your brand, as Naya says, benefits from an audience, I think it should be representative, in, especially with your audience. 100%. So, for example, if you've got black hair products or if you've got black skincare products or you know you've got a, an audience that is predominantly black, mm-hmm. then I feel like your team should represent that as well mm-hmm. personally and i feel like regardless of whether you do sell those products or you cater or you cater for you know those needs i feel like it should be representative represented definitely minimum population 100 percent minimum i feel like it should be minimum over the population minimum. but then what is it even in the uk that's not that's anything. very true do you know what i mean so when po- you that two percent black exactly but then again like, i don't know it's just so problematic because Yes, we're like 2% black in the UK or something ridiculous like that. But then in the prisons, we're like, what, 
fifty percent of the Listen, population. Like it doesn't. It's there's like, a whole documentary actually oh, really? on um, Netflix that talks about the prison system in America and how they used cocaine to put um to basically break like the black community. community yeah, they put the crack into and um, everything like that into that environment. Yeah, there's so much. I mean, this is what even like in uni. But sorry, going back to university, we're going. This conversation is going all over the place. But going back to university, I actually did um, American presidency. I did a module on that. Love that. And I knew that in the eighties, was it Ronald Reagan? Yeah, was the president in the eighties. Yeah, I know that he was responsible for the crack pandemic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in America to break out the Panthers and stuff. Exactly. And I remember having a meeting with my lecturer, and I wanted to talk about that in my essay. Oh. As I'm speaking to him about, it, he was just like. Um, I don't recall this happening. Like, I don't what? remember, you know, this going on. Like, I, just I can't lie. <laughs> if you're in a position where you're Research an academic, it. you should know these Study things. It. This is what pisses me off. Because even but when we is- go into school and we were learning about stuff and we're like, hello, sir, can we find out more? And you don't have the answers. If you're up there, you should have the answers. Have That's the answer. absolutely ridiculous. 100%. So like, obviously, as I'm speaking to that, I was like, do you know what? In order for me to get a good grade, I just need to write what you want me to write. And that's, and that's what's so sad. But this is what I mean, this is why we will say like HBCUs would be actually be so beneficial yeah. here because I would have been able to express an, a whole other side 100%. to this presidency 100%. that a lot of people wouldn't already know about. And not even if like, you have an HBCU, even if your teacher was black. Yes. Or even if your white teacher got it or was woke or, was or understood like okay, I have a privilege, let me unlearn this. That's the thing, like, people grow up for years and years and years and they're so complacent in their behaviour. And that's why last time I said, it's not about the 20-something-year-olds anymore. It's not about us. It's not about It's us. about you people that are in managerial positions, that are in positions of power that you just don't plus? get it. You guys think you got, you think you know it all. That's why yeah, they, they know think much. you know it all. And Disgusting. you don't. You don't. You don't have the range, You sweetie. don't have the range. You can be a doctor and not have the range. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, because honestly, Honestly, if I'm being real, all these people don't have the range. If you haven't been speaking up about these issues prior to everything that has been going on, you have never, ever, ever had the range. 100%. Honestly. Read a book. Honestly, because it's only because these things are happening now. Now you're like, oh my gosh. Racism. Racism. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe what's going on. Da, 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 da. Even, oh my God, I had to check my neighbor, you know. Stop. Oh my God. My neighbor tried it. Stop. And I thought she got it, and then I had to recheck her to make her understand. What did because she do? Brenda, we're not doing that. <laughs> Sorry, so Brenda. Long story short, yeah, I had to go downstairs, and I had to, I had to ask him something, and we we're just talking like, oh, how are you getting on? You know, usual shit chat. Yeah. Then she was like, oh. I just want all of this to be over. It's really annoying with the protests happening. Like, I wish people would just stay inside and be safe. You know you're thinking to a black person, right? Brenda. Brenda. So I was just, I don't know if she views me. This is the thing. I can pass for, no, but the thing is, she has known me since birth. She knows both my parents, so she knows I'm black. Mm -hmm. But I feel like because I maybe am not on the darker side and I'm very, very chill and she knows me. She thinks she can get away with saying her shit, obviously, do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's the thing, even from what I've said, some people might be thinking, oh, what's wrong with what she said? I'm gonna just decode that now. Mm. So the problem with what she said is, she, one, that wasn't necessary, two, she didn't need to say that, and three, realistically, there are other things that are happening in the that have been happening. And I also wanted to add, like, she is more upset about the protest than she is about black people dying. Literally. That's literally it. Literally. Like, you like were, me and her have spoken many it's times. It's a reaction. When people were at the beach, she wasn't talking about it. When people were clapping outside, 
out of our house, her included, and I saw her in the park playing games with her with her granddaughters and gra do you know what I mean? That wasn't a problem. That Being was outside fine. was fine, but like suddenly people want to protest because others are dying and it's a problem. Do you, do you see the issue? Okay. Do you, do you, do you see, see what's going on here? This is where we're going. Right here, so this is where if you hear this, your you know woke bells will just alarm, and you check the person. So obviously, I was like. People are dying. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, I understand where you, you may be coming from, but like people are dying and racism is very much happening. Mm. As much as, you know, coronavirus is in the air, there are thousands of people who are in Bournemouth right now and are sitting on the beach getting corona for nothing. Yeah. I would rather be in Hyde Park preaching for something that affects me, my mum, and our family. And I thought that you would understand that. Ooh. And you see how quickly people, oh, I'm so I'm, sorry, I, I didn't, I didn't mean, Yeah, I didn't, I quickly, didn't quickly, oh my God. very quickly. And I was like, no, you did. You did. You did. You did. And it's fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're it's, right, and it's fine. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter. You know, because you don't need to lie to me. I, I have met You've already shown yourself. You've shown your ass. You've shown your ass. You've shown yourself. So I'm like, no, it's fine but you just need to understand you know yeah the level there's levels to this there's shit. levels like don't think you can get away with saying that and i'm 100%. not gonna check you 110 and then um i think her daughter must have heard, like i think her daughter's older mm -hmm. but like, i think her daughter must have heard and her daughter was bare shots but she didn't say anything like she was just like oh not at me but at like what her mum said. said yeah she was just like someone just don't open your mouth you don't need don't to. You open your mouth. No, it's not everything you think you must say. You don't need to. Because just out here embarrassing yourself but for no reason. But that's the thing, like subtle, subtle things, guys. Like lit, like genuinely subtle. Su this, this is what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is this. It. That what she said. If I let that side, that feeds into the problem. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like it's little things like that. Like she's not a bad person. Don't get me. Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? She's not. But. She has never had a conversation, and maybe that was my bad, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But she has never had a conversation with a black person to understand and realise, like, that view is problematic. Mm -hmm. Whereas her daughter is in a space where she teaches at a predominantly black school. Right. So she understands... The issue. So she's at the protest. Oh, she, okay. Yeah. So yeah. she's not getting it. So she's here, like, fucked, like, she's on it, but... Because her mum is so much older, she can get away with it. Same with my grandma. My grandma's terrible. Terrible. My yeah. grandma still calls people coloured. Oh, no, grandma. Granny? She's from the Caribbean. Like, when she came here, she wasn't accepted. So she's still stuck in this new me. Back of the bus. Vibe. Yeah. 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 Literally. She, so she's like, oh, look at the coloured girl. Like, she's black. <laughs> my, uh, granny? I'm like, she's black. <laughs> she's like, no. Granny, she black. Me and my cousins be arguing all the time because they're like, "Simple too." No, she needs to get it, Grandma. She can't be like, "This is self hate." No, <laughs> no. we are black. We're from Dominica. That's what we are. Yeah, Should I mean, get, get it. it, get on board, get it. So check your families, educate yourself. But honestly, I just feel like I really just want to say that if you are passionate about anything, 
like please just go for it i feel like regardless of whatever it is that is hindering you like literally just try and do the best that you can because especially in terms of like academics i feel like black people we've been taught for so long like yes we're creative and we're all of that but we are very intelligent mm -hmm. and i feel like we should be putting ourselves in positions that can help the next generation 100%. and i think that is so important whether that's with a webinar whether that's with a live a talk whatever like even check them out guys there are so many going 100%. on so many and obviously like during this time obviously everyone's screaming like educate yourself read a book da -da -da -da. yeah that even if you don't feel the ginger to read a book like there are so many like podcasts there's so many different like um actual groups and webinars and things like that that are doing that are talking about these things but i think creative access is a good space to get because they normally have quite a few events there yeah so just subscribe to all these different events and, and um, platforms also sorry i've got one to add on the dots on the dots yeah they the do, dots as well they That's do what stuff I mean. as no creative access is good as well though. yeah and, and the, the dots, dots. I they have, have stuff the on dots. There. they always have really and event, guys sorry also be don't be utilize event bright and ships as much as we're not going to the club anymore a lot of webinars that are being like free ones are being put on event bright Right. Oh, cool. Like money is whore. And Shibs. Shibs is by a black woman, so you better use that. Yeah, you should use that. Yeah, use that. forget the last one. Yeah. Use Shibs. <laughs> That's the one we're using. That's it. Literally. But that was the tea with a slice of shade. I'm Thank you guys for listening. Oh, I liked this episode, guys. We really spoke to you. We really we had really fun. Did. Let us know what you think. Obviously, follow us on our Instagram pages. And I fizzle. It's Sibs and Tea with a Slice of Shade on Instagram. Make sure you follow us. Keep following us. Subscribe. New episodes every Thursday. Consistent content, baby. Woo! Yeah, we out. Bye. Bye.